WWTI Studios would like to remind you that this show is not for the faint of heart, easily offended, or bitchy-ass bitches. If the stick up your ass is causing you to complain about the adult content, please listen to something else. But if you're messed up in the head like the rest of us and like to have a little fun, enjoy the show. You're listening to We Won the Internet, pre-recorded in a doomsday bunker somewhere in the Pacific Northwest. We strive to half-acidly bring you weird news, funny stories, and anything we can find interesting on the web. So please welcome our hosts, Sam Baxter and Logan Marks. How's everybody doing out in podcast time? It's February 27th, 2020. Thanks for joining us for another night at the bunker with your two favorite idiots. How you doing, Sam? I'm all right, Logan. What's going on with you? I'm doing okay. Yeah. <laughs> So, yeah, I went to lunch today with a couple of my bosses, and you know, I'm, I'm, I'm the, I'm the, you know, the guy under them, so I just stay out of it. But we went to like one of them's Korean, one's Japanese. Went to a Korean restaurant, and of course, the, um, the Japanese started like making comments about some of the food and the Korean because they had a couple dishes on there that were Japanese, mm-hmm. and so the Koreans like, no, 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 he's the. The Korean guy knows everything, right? He's, he's, yeah. He's like, he's, he's a professional. Like, I know everything, even your culture, you know? And so the Japanese, like, argue with them. So no, Jap- you, don't know, you don't know what your people want. Exactly, yeah. He's like, I know He's like, I know my culture and your culture. So, so the Japanese argue with them. So I just sit back laughing, listening to them argue about just the stupidest things, food, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, characters, you know, of the alphabet and all that stuff. So, <laughs> so like, you know, we're... We're just, you know, having a good time, taking our normal three-hour lunch. And so when we get – we were, like, on our way back to the office, um, it was almost 2 o'clock. And the Korean's like, hey, hey, we got to hurry up. I have a meeting in five minutes. And the Japanese is like, nah. And like he's, like, he's like, I'm going to slow down. So he's like, come on, hurry up. And so finally, like, we end up getting back to the office. And they're try- we're trying to get in. And so the Japanese guy gets in, you know, on purpose, gets in front of the Korean guy. We're walking up the stairs. Gets in front of him and he won't let the Jap- the Korean guy get by him. He's <laughs> <laughs> all blocking him. He's all blocking him. He, every time the, the Korean tries to jump around him, the Japanese like shoves his way into the side, left or right, whichever way. He's like, that's <laughs> like a game of like rollerball. You know, he won't, he won't let him. <laughs> <laughs> you know, physical. Yeah, and take it. These guys both weigh like fifty-five pounds each, right? <laughs> and they're like, you know, they're like fifty-five and fifty-eight years old. So <laughs> there's no power. <laughs> they're fucking grown men. Yeah, they're, they're grown. Fucking... They have like no power. They're super trying small. To push each... <laughs> trying to push each other down. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the Koreans all trying to get by. You know, I gotta get to my meeting. The Japanese is like, nah. He's just like, nah, nah. nah. <laughs> and he, he will not give up. That's three three flights of stairs, and of course he was late to his meeting. <laughs> oh, he did it all the like, all three flights. Yeah, he wouldn't let him get by. Just <laughs> <laughs> because he was just because the Korean knew everything, and he didn't want the Korean to like tell him about Japanese culture. So <laughs> he pissed pissed him off so much. He's like, ah, yeah, he's, back, bro. yeah. <laughs> he's like, and he's all laughing too as he wouldn't let him get by. He's all like making it worse, you know, making the Korean even more mad. <laughs> <laughs> he's all laughing he's like won't let him by it was great man it was, that was one of the best lunches I've had in a while I don't even remember what we ate I don't even know what I ordered <laughs> but the, the dinner entertainment was awesome it was, it was good just watching these these guys are so small like they couldn't fight their way out of a wet paper bag but they're all, they're all, trying, they're all trying to get around each other it's so yeah. good I thought they were, when you were telling me the story, I thought I pictured them being like 17 years old. 17 no, years old. no, no, these are grown men. <laughs> I feel like kids. They're fully, they're full grown men who are about 5'2 each, maybe 5'1, five, 5'2, five, <laughs> 55 pounds. And I'm just standing there watching them. I'm thinking I can pick them both up, you know, each by their yeah. neck. <laughs> but I was like, no, I'll just sit back and watch <laughs> <laughs> I'm just thinking if, if fists start flying, I mean, I'd, it'd be like you know, it'd be like hitting a pillow. I would think, you it'd know, be like, like two girls with a little sissy fight with this, yeah, like a little slap fight, yeah. <laughs> oh, it was a good lunch. It was a good lunch. <laughs> Speaking of food, uh, the other day I, I I thought this was really funny. Lamar, the bear hunter, he went to this place called uh, El Sancho, El Sancho's Mexican restaurant. El Sancho, nice and, name. Um, 
<laughs> That's what I thought too. So he was telling me how great he was raving about this place. Like, like it was awesome. It's the best food he's ever eaten. Mm-hmm. And he said because he doesn't normally go to go to places. You know, doesn't go out to eat. You know, he usually stays in in town or in the woods and stuff. But he actually went out because he wanted to go visit some some family. Okay. And he went there and he was raving how great the food was. Mm. And so I was like, well, let, let me check out the Google reviews on it. Okay. So I check it out and this. <laughs> So it's it's got some good reviews. There's you know it was it's a it's a really well liked restaurant, but then I read but then there was a bunch of these reviews kept cropping up while I was reading it, and this was one of them. So the owner it says the owner is so rude. The first time I went there, I ordered caldo de camarón, which is a shrimp soup. Mm. I I did not like it because it was too spicy mm. and had a lot of garlic. So I asked if I can change the di- change it to a different soup, and the owner ended up yelling at me saying, "If you don't like it, don't come here again." The customer is always right. Fuck that. <laughs> so I was like, I was like, damn. And so she said, so she didn't come back for a while. Mm-hmm. So I can okay, I can understand that. And then later, her sister, she says, her sister convinced her to go back and eat there again. Mm-hmm. And she was thinking, well, you know, it's been some time, and maybe maybe they got rid of the person, but it was the owner who did that. So, um. And she said when she arrived, she arrived there, uh, the lady that helped me got got in trouble because I ordered I ordered for me and my sister who was on the phone with me on her way there. Mm. And the owner in the owner of the of the store told the worker told the worker she said she said that he heard her say, You don't take no one's order unless they're unless they're here. Damn. And so the lady was like there. She's like, well, you know, I'm here, and the lady's on the phone, and the, the owner basically just told her to get out of the store, get the fuck, get out, out of the restaurant, and get kicked her out. <laughs> get out! So, get out! I was like, man, this is like the Mexican soup Nazi. Oh man, you that's go awesome. To... And that was the true. only one. There was like a bunch of other ones. There's a couple of them. Like a, another review was like the service sucked. Waited for an hour because I guess, like I said, the place is really like really good food. Okay. Um. Um. But so I mean, it's so good they could just tell people to get the fuck out of there because yeah, <laughs> like somebody will take your place. Exactly. So the, it, but the, I guess the service does kind of suck because I got a lot of the a lot of the service sucking comments on there. Was, this one's like the service sucked. Waited for over an hour, didn't get the food. So when I go tell the management, you know, hey, I didn't get my food for an hour, and the, basically the management just told them, well, then you can leave. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Acting like it's your fault. How dare yeah, you complain? Like, <laughs> how dare, how dare like, you have a valid like, complaint? Oh my god! I was like, there's like, there was a couple of them like that. It was just, oh man, the more I read, the the more I want to go oh, to this man. place and check it out. And Sancho, huh? Man, I might have to go check this out. Oh man, I, wanna, I wonder if I would. I don't like camarones, so I don't want to order the caldo de camarón. But I might do like if they have like caldo de pollo or something. I might do that. I like chicken. Yeah, they pretty much have anything on there. Oh man, most Mexican restaurants have. So yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a, uh, it was pretty good. entertaining. Yeah, I mean, a place that's they're, they're fucking so ornery and so you know brash about they can kick you out. They don't need your service. That's got to be a place I gotta go. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I'll see. I want to go there just to see if anybody gets kicked out while I'm yeah. there. See if I can get kicked out. <laughs> I know. Maybe I can get kicked out there. Fuck. <laughs> I'll come back, come back in a wig and see if they notice me or something. <laughs> you have to dress up in like costumes and stuff to come back. Just eat, I know. You again? Get yeah, out of here! Get the oh. fuck out of my restaurant. That sounds pretty good. I'm gonna have to try this. If you go there before I do, you should let me know how it is. Let everybody know how it is. I'll uh, give everybody a review. Hopefully, they don't kick me out. No, no. <laughs> All right, we should take a break and get get right onto uh, shit on the internet yeah so we'll be back after this uh sponsor and we'll see you guys in a little bit this week's sponsor is el sancho's restaurant the only restaurant that satisfies you like no other place in town try their new variety of mexican cuisine like their delicious enchiladas their spicy caldo de camarón and everyone's favorite their savory taco del carnesada come and experience the passion that goes into their food hello i'm pedro navajo Owner, lover, and giver of pleasure of El Sancho's restaurant. I will make sure that your every desire is fulfilled. And if you're not satisfied, 
Then you can get the fuck out of my restaurant. Pinche pendejos. No me va la verga. Oh, your food is too spicy. Largate away. I see your little comments on Google review. Fuck you. When I find you, I promise you will not feel pleasure. Uh, all right, Petrol, settle down. So come on down to El Sancho's restaurant, located at 1101 12th Avenue, next to the Pink Taco. Man, these fucking Mexican restaurants are everywhere. But a 36-year-old Ohio woman was arrested last week when she repeatedly, mind you, repeatedly called 911 to complain that her parents had cut off her cell phone service. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> What is it with these full-grown adults acting like children? <laughs> exactly. So officials in Stark County arrested Saloni Ketarpol of Jackson Townsend on February 13th after she, after she called the Regional Emergency Dispatch Center demanding that police come to her house. So <laughs> this, is, this is an emergency, man. This is not <laughs> – this is on par with a murder or a house on fire or, you know, this is this is the same type of level of, of urgency that she had. Um. But they told her, hey, 911 is not for these type of calls. You know, there's another mm-hmm. hotline you can call for this. You know, call it's not police. a real problem. But she called back two hours later, insisting she felt the lack of working of the working phone was a legitimate police matter. So <laughs> <laughs> well, court documents show that she was belligerent during her phone calls to the point where officers decided to arrest her on charges of disrupting public services, which is a fourth degree felony. Oh, shit. So, so this girl was pissed. She didn't have her phone. This is people are so sucked into social media and their phones and everything. This bitch, her phone was off, and it was this was a police matter to her. So, <laughs> Police, I can't get on Twitter. I don't know what Exactly. Do. I know. I know. I can't sext. I can't sext my boyfriend or, and his friends. <laughs> How am I going to get dick pics off I know. the internet? If, <laughs> Without a, I know, exactly. <laughs> if I don't have my phone. What yeah, exactly. <laughs> So she was she appeared on court on Friday and was released posting a $2500 bond. So she's scheduled for her next court date is February 27th. So um she is a licensed realtor. Oh shit. <laughs> <laughs> and the police don't know why or have not said why her parents shot her her phone service in the first place. So uh, <laughs> that's why the mystery. Is, why is she the, why is her parents having to to pay for her phone service. I don't know. <laughs> and then again, why did they shut it off? They didn't. Well, they didn't say she was any a real good realtor. <laughs> <clears throat> I know. I mean, first of all, a lot of phone services, you know, like we talked about in the past, you, you have all the unlimited minutes. So she wasn't using up minutes. It must have been data. Maybe they had like oh, some yeah. type of cap data plan. I'm assu- I'm thinking, right? And this bitch was probably just streaming and doing all this stuff on there that she passed the data plan, and she's just like, you know, because after you know you pass a threshold. It gets expensive. Oh, yeah. Well, so, it's just kind of weird that she's a, a full-grown woman with a job and, like, her parents are paying her cell phone. Again, you know, she's a realtor. She might not be selling shit because she was <laughs> on the phone. So, so yeah, anyone in uh, Ohio, uh, be careful for this lady. She wants to sell your house. <laughs> no, you, yeah, might no. not, you might not get a hold of her because she doesn't have a phone. <laughs> Uh, Joshua Lewin, 71, held a gun and a knife at a woman while demanding she give him his money back after not providing services. Hmm. So a Collar County deputy received a 911 call on Mockingbird Drive near Golden Gate Estates about a possible disturbance involving a gun and knife. So the victim had cuts on her elbows, which were bleeding and swollen when when the deputies arrived. Um... The, the deputy said they could smell alcohol on the victim. The woman told deputies she came to Naples from Miami to meet up with an elderly man named Josh that she met up on Sugar Daddy a website. She basically said she had a friend drop her off at the home of at the Mockingbird Drive with that old guy. She said she was having trouble paying her rent, so the man agreed to help her help her and hand her $400. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the two sat in the kitchen and ate, and then all of a sudden the man just got angry. She, uh, he began getting aggressive with the victim, and the two ended up in the bedroom where he pointed a gun at her and demanded his money back. Oh, shit. He ended up putting the gun down, mm-hmm. and then he picked up the knife and demanded $200 back. So, <laughs> so apparently he wasn't going to get what he originally wanted back. So, so just so, give me well, half. He, <laughs> I'll take half. I just want it back. <laughs> so well, he tried to grab the phone in the in the woman's hand, he ended up hitting her in the face on accident with his elbow. <laughs> and... <laughs> And that freaked out the, the the woman, and the woman basically ran out of the store to go meet up with her friend. 
Um, when the cops came, Lewin claimed that he met the victim on a NaplesEscort.com and invited her over for what he called for a release. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, they're gonna read. They're gonna read the Bible and yeah, and right. Get their the questions out. <laughs> I get it. I get so it. the so he says the two agreed on a price for the services, but the victim became bossy and did not perform the service that he that they agreed to. So Ooh. Lewis picked up the handgun and demanded his money back. Ooh. I mean, he's he's got a good case right there. I yeah, mean. he's he's a paying customer. <laughs> this, this isn't like in Sancho. Where yeah, it's not like Sancho where you can just, <laughs> you just tell him to get the fuck out. Yeah, you, gotta, I mean, you gotta do it. I mean, and Sancho has a reputation for being so good and kick people out. This, we don't know if this lady can do what she says. Yeah, we don't know what kind of blowjob she's offering. Yeah. So, so he, he put the gun down, picked up the knife when he thought she, because she thought she might have someone waiting outside to attack him. Mm-hmm. And when the victim left, he said he just went to bed. And then that's when the cops <laughs> arrived. And, <laughs> and so Lewin was arrested for aggravated assault with a deadly weapon without intent to kill and battery touch or striking another against their will. Oh, man. But, yeah. So uh, don't go to sugardaddy.com. I guess I'll fuck you up there. <laughs> I, I don't even know these sites. I don't think. <laughs> but but uh, that's pretty interesting. That's Oh, man. I don't know. I don't know if I feel bad for her or him. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> I I can see both points. I mean, I mean, he did give her the money. He did give her the money. money. But I don't think I'm surprised he didn't get like uh, arrested. I did probably both of them to get right, get arrested for one for prostitution and one for uh, soliciting. Yeah, soliciting when you or uh, abuse maybe because he hit her right. Yeah, and he elbowed her on accident and tried to grab the phone out of her hand when yeah. <laughs> she called the cops. <laughs> Jeez. <laughs> oh man, that's that's all right. That's a good story. So I got this final one here. This is a this is an interesting one. So Victor, this is in a, a Florida segment, right? So everything shit always mm-hmm. happens in Florida. In Clearwater, Florida, Victor Otto wants to know what happened to his car during three weeks that it was in the care of the Clearwater Repair Shop. Okay, so this guy had his car in the repair shop for three weeks. <clears throat> what happened after that is the mystery. When he got his car back, he ended up receiving two parking tickets and two toll charges in different counties, all while his Jeep was in the shop, the Mustang Speed and Restoration. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, mm-hmm. there's more. Curious. Otto claims that he was cleaning up the car after he picked it up, and he found mm-hmm. sand and stains in his back seat, clothing, <laughs> <laughs> clothing tags, and a pink lacy thong in the back under the passenger seat. <laughs> Reminds me of like that Seinfeld episode. Yeah, when George's when car was in the parking that, lot. That, that, yeah, the, yeah, the parking lot. And yeah. They were like having prostitutes having sex yeah, in the cars. And turning tricks there. They, they wouldn't give him his car back because yeah. they were busy doing tricks in it. Yeah, they're all using his car. <laughs> <laughs> and he tried to complain like, oh, your car's too far in the back. We can't get it out. <laughs> yeah, we can't get it out right now. <laughs> yeah. They, so he, this guy, uh, Otto, his quote is, people are joyriding in my car while I'm sitting here having to walk everywhere. On <laughs> <laughs> he was so, having a good time in his yeah, car. Yeah. People were just driving his car around fucking, and he's at home like walking around everywhere he's got to go. So, so he says there was proof that you know when he dropped his car off on January 15th because the engine light was on. So there was text mm-hmm. messages between him and the owner. Uh, over those three weeks and a little bit before saying, you know, when you can drop it off, when you can have it, when we'll, how long we'll have it for. Mm-hmm. Um, the first ticket, like you said, came January 18th at 12.58 a.m. Somebody got a $40 ticket at a beach in Tampa. And then at 5.11, the same day, they got another $30 ticket for an expired mirror in Clearwater. So whoever was driving <laughs> this did give a fuck about it. <laughs> They're like, it's not my car. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, they must have fixed it because they're using it. <laughs> I know, or maybe they weren't. They're just like, eh, this probably just needs an oil it's change. Run it into the yeah, we'll just fucking run into the ground. Yeah, so, 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 like, so, what are you complaining about? We fixed the car. No, no, that, that's the thing oh, about it. Yeah, they didn't fix it. He says he got it back, and it's not even fixed. So, <laughs> so, so um. The, they they ended up contacting you know, like he got like you know like a lawyer involved and stuff and you know, even the news people got involved and they 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 contacted the repair shop owner uh-huh. and he and and the, he told the investigator that um, none of this happened you know because the car wasn't even in the shop yet 
But then she brought up the text messages between him and the other and Otto about uh-huh. you know, and so he says, yeah. "Oh, nobody would drive that two hundred and fifty dollar Jeep." You know, it's like it's a piece of shit. So he's trying to he's trying to downplay it. Like, first of all, we didn't like, have it, yeah. and now we yeah. now you have proof that we did have it. It's like, oh, you know. Um, then he's like, then he nobody says, would do that. Yeah. yeah. So then he says, yeah, that he thinks that somebody did take it, may have possibly taken the Jeep on a joyride, but that person is currently in jail on murder charges. So. Because <laughs> <so. laughs> I hire people right out of the jails. Yeah. So he's like, okay, maybe maybe after you provided all this proof and all this shit, you got me back in the corner. Maybe there was a guy. Yeah. That did <laughs> maybe there was somebody that might have used it. <laughs> and he won't provide any details about this guy. He won't give a name. He won't be, there's no story they can verify. He won't give any information up. So, oh, man, it was him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so so, uh, so the, Otto's trying to, you know, dispute the, you know, he's taking it to court, right? He's like, hey, you know, these aren't my charges. I didn't have the car. He, you know, he doesn't want that on his record, right? Yeah. So I, I feel like the owner was the one who was probably doing all this shit. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's like, he doesn't want his I wife know. to know he can't fuck these hookers in his in his own car, right? <laughs> so, <laughs> I like I was like oh, I don't know what you're talking about, and then also like oh yeah, there's a guy here that it could have been. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> Maybe there was a guy, but he's in prison. He's on death row, you know, so don't worry. You know, about I'll, I'll crazy Alberto. Yeah, yeah. He, he, he does what he wants. I, I can't control him. This <laughs> <laughs> free spirit, that guy. Yeah, I know. So. All right. All right, we're going to go on to take a break here for a second, and then we're going to come back with the Conan Internet. We're going to talk about deadly meals. So we'll see you guys in just a minute. All right, so here's some meals that are not very, that could be potentially deadly, but other people find them to be fantastically good. So is it it like those, uh, like that one fish where you you have to cut it exactly right? If you don't, then you you yeah. So so remember that Simpsons episode where Homer had that that puffer fish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah, the pufferfish. That's something. Yeah, remember that where he's he thought he was gonna die because he thought that the chef messed up. So basically, with the pufferfish, <clears throat> it's very poisonous, and uh, it has spines all over its body. That's what kind of makes it look kind of unique and pretty cool, I guess. Mm-hmm. But again, like these are if if not prepared correctly, these can kill you. So when the, when the Japanese when they prepare it, it's called fugu. This blowfish contains a tetrodotoxin, which is a potent neurotoxin, and it's supposed to be 200 times deadlier than cyanide. Ew. Yeah. And this it's in the it's in the fish's re- reproductive organs, liver, and the intestines. So mm. those are parts of the fish that you don't usually eat, right? Mm. But if the if you know whoever's preparing it accidentally you know scars or nicks any of those, you know other other um. Organs That's what releases the neurotoxins. It can release it, or it can get on the knife, right? It can just be a little bit on the knife, uh-huh. which is just enough that if like just a smidge is enough that can I guess make it deadly when you cut the other parts of the fish. Really, the part- that, just that much of it? Yeah, <clears throat> it's that. I guess it's that potent. So to serve fugu, the chef must undergo a licensing and training process that takes like three years. They have to be that good. They have to be that precise. Makes sense, Damn. right? So I wonder, is that all they serve? Because, I mean, if you're going for three years, I mean, that would be, like, your specialty, and that's, like, what you do. <laughs> I don't, you know, I, I'm, ass, I'm assuming that's something they, they do on top of serving other shit, right? Uh, yeah, probably. You know, that's probably, like, the special one, like, hey, and, and, and the Japanese guy that I've talked to, he says you have to sign, like, a waiver, like, hey, if you die, you have to sign, this. like, basically yeah. going to surgery. If you die, it's oh. on you, right? You're not going to sue us. Your family's not going to sue us. I just imagine some like samurai guy that's like they have in the on the second floor, and every time somebody orders that, they like call him down. It's all like, <laughs> yeah, I know, so, like super special. I know he's he's yes. all like meditating all day until yeah. somebody calls. Him. <laughs> until somebody calls him, and he comes down and the cook, that's all yeah, he does. That's, <laughs> that's the one thing he does. He doesn't do anything else. He's a specialty. <laughs> they pay him like half a million dollars. I know, just to, I know. Just to do that. <laughs> uh, so, um, <laughs> so if you get the tetrodotoxin. In your meat, the, the, you can get the following symptoms that would really suck. You get numbness around your mouth, and it's followed quickly by paralysis and then death. 
So this could be this could be within twenty minutes or within a day. Like on The Simpsons, it was supposed to be a day. Remember, he was supposed to be dead yeah. within a day. Remember? <laughs> yeah, like twenty four hours. Yeah. Yeah. So the worst part of it is that anyone who does have this poison, they will be awake and endure the pain the whole time. Oh. I mean, unless so unless it's you like know. like having stomach cramps and all this. Shit yeah. Where you, you just you just keep having stomach cramps, getting worse and worse, and you don't until you die. Oh, that's a shitty. Way. Why would you even want that? <laughs> I don't, you know. Can't you, can't you just have some salmon like the rest of us? I know, I know. <laughs> or shrimp, get the camarones. Uh, yeah. <laughs> get the color the, the camarones. <laughs> yeah, it's just like, man, it's like, I, I don't think, I don't know. I think some people, you know, you got those people out there that want the thrill of, hey, I'm going to try this. It can be dangerous, so I got to do it, right? Yeah, that's true. Because you got people like jump out of planes and do exactly. stuff. Exactly. Like yeah. So there's, there's probably people like, I got to do this. You know, this is yeah. something I got to wipe off my bucket list, cross off my bucket I gotta list. I got to live. I got to live. Yeah. Yeah. You haven't lived till you almost died. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I thought, I don't know. I, I like seafood. I like sushi, but I don't think I would try that. I don't think I'd be. Uh, me. I'm, I'm not me that me cool. <laughs> <laughs> so I got this next one here is African bullfrogs. So have you ever had frog legs? I've never had frog legs, though. Yeah. I've always wanted to try them, though. I never had them either. And out of all the times I went to Chinese restaurants, I just always get chicken. So <laughs> I don't know. But, <laughs> but I heard that they taste like chicken, right? That's what a lot of people tell me. Uh-huh. Um, but, like, you know, in the Western world, a lot of people, it's, I know it's, people are coming around more to it, but it's still kind of a little, eh, you know, it seems a little weird, right? But in some countries, a it's a delicacy. Yeah, yeah. so... This in, in, in this one African country, they eat the whole African bullfrog. So usually people just eat the legs, right? Yeah. But this but the African bullfrog, the problem is like the 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 body, the skin is what's deadly. So in, mm-hmm. in um <clears throat> so this is known as Ifuma in the Luango Valley. The Nasinga people eat the whole frog and again the skin and organs contain harmful toxins which lead to kidney failure and death. That's how yeah. that's how toxic it is. So the, the the main key they have for eating a bullfrog is what they say is the younger frog has that has yet to mate is far more lethal than the older frogs. So it's mm. better to get the the frogs that have fucked, get those ones that are, that have mated, and and then they're they're less lethal. And then those are the ones they go for because they figure, hey, you know, if if I get poisoned, maybe I can survive that versus one that's a virgin because those yeah. ones will kill so- you. So there's no frog virgin sacrifices? Yeah, I know. <laughs> I mean, you can sacrifice them. You just don't eat them. <laughs> I don't know. I mean, it must be really meaty if they do that. But, you know, I don't. a lot of places don't do that. Don't eat the whole I have frog. To think these, I would have to think these things have to taste fucking phenomenal in order for you like, to take that risk. I know. I know. Same with the with the fugu. Like, is it that good? Does it taste that good? I mean, the Japanese are wild about their their seafood. You see, like sometimes they buy these tuna for like thousands of dollars. When yeah. You see those those huge tunas? They'll pay like millions of dollars. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's they love that shit, man. I guess. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm I'm that's that's too that's too potent for me. So, <laughs> all right, what else do you get? So this other one here, elderberries. I don't know if you ever use elderberries. Have you ever had those at all? Like in syrups uh-huh. or anything? No, I don't think I have. So, so <clears throat> I have. I've taken them like when I've been trying to avoid getting sick. You know, they have elderberry uh-huh. syrup. I take that sometimes. So uh-huh. it's it, it's it's it, it can be used for homeopathic remedies, like medicinal. You know, you can also use the elderberries for jam, or people just eat it just straight, just like strawberries and stuff like that. But the problem is that these berries can be incredibly harmful if eaten and the toxins aren't removed. So, if you eat a raw, unripened elderberry, you can get severe diarrhea, nausea, vomiting, confusion, coma, hypertension, and seizures. So, all things oh, you don't like want. It's like Taco Bell. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I but know. yeah, I keep going back. I know. It's Taco Bell and a berry. So, <laughs> so the, the problem is like the leaves, twigs, branches, roots, seeds, and flowers are highly toxic. And they contain a large amount of cyogenic glycosides. So these these glycosides are poisonous. And if they're eaten raw, which is basically cyanide poisoning, you can get all those aforementioned, you know, fucking mm. problems. And like the young, and it's more deadly to the older people and the young, you know, kids. Right? They could die mm. from that. So 
the way to get around that is what they have to do is they have to peel, grate, soak, and heat it. So basically boil the fuck out of these things before you uh-huh. can use them. But again, once they're, they take away all the toxins on it, people use it again for medicinal pro- you know, things or they just mm-hmm. eat the berries or whatever. It's just... Oh. It's it's rec- it's recommended if you're out in the forest and you're lost. If you don't know your berries, man, don't eat these fucking things. <laughs> <laughs> like these will save me. Yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> I'll have this with a cup of seawater. <laughs> I'll live. I'll get. It. <laughs> I have no problem. We'll be be home by noon. Yeah. <laughs> so this last one I have right here is this is a weird one, and I knew a guy who did this. But have you seen the live people eating those live octopus? I've I haven't eaten live octopus, but I have eaten octopus. Yeah, I'm, a lot of people have. But so I used to work with this other Korean guy who swore this shit was good. Mm. I have no desire for eating the live one, but so so technically it's not live. Okay, it's mm-hmm. just a recently killed octopus, which is and this this dish is called san nakaji, mm-hmm. and it's popular in Korea, but it's basically a baby octopus that's been recently killed. And the tentacles continue to wriggle after they're dead when they pour, like, sesame oil on it. And oh, because of the salt? Yeah, and it causes them to jerk all around. And it looks, if you can look on YouTube and see videos of it, it looks, to me, it's like, yeah. oh, God. It looks like it's alive. It's all screwing around. Yeah, like it's trying to get away. It's trying to grab at yeah. you and stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so You've gone too far. Gone yeah, too far, Japan. exactly. So, so the bad part of this is that's dangerous is the, you know, the, the parts that have the suckers on them. Those are the mm-hmm. dangerous parts because once you swallow it, they since they're moving, they're, they're like trying to get back up your throat. Oh, really? Yeah. So the oh, part, the challenge, the challenge of swallowing the food, and as they try to crawl up your throat, it blocks your airway and it can lead to death. Has there been a lot of people that died from that? So they say average about six people a year die, which is kind of really? high for them. I mean, for just eating that. I mean, that's that's. I don't know how many countries. Like I said, in Korea, it's popular. I'm not sure how many other ones really serve this, but Mm -hmm. six is kind of a lot, I think, if it's one country, (laughs) just for one dish. I don't know. Some people enjoy the sensation of the struggling tentacle. I don't think I could do that. I just, like, the guy who had it, he was talking about it. He says when he he put it in his mouth, he could feel it moving around, and he swallowed it, he could feel it. He grabbed the back of his throat. Yeah, (laughs) he said he grabbed his tonsils, and he had to, like, force it down. He had to, like... He, he, like, choked like, him a little bit. <laughs> why, why would you want to eat that? I don't, I don't know. That's why he, he was telling like us, said, like, fuck, just, just eat it where it's all cut up and it's done. Don't put the sesame oil on it. I know. Yeah. He was like, yeah, it's good. He was like, it's like nah, it can't be good. It can't be, can't be that good. No. I don't think I don't think so, but, oh, I don't know. I if anyone's tried it and they, they have any comments, they can leave on our page. Let us know. But I don't. <laughs> I think the only food I'd risk my life is probably a Twinkie. Twinkie? If it was a dead, deadly Twinkie, I'd probably try it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. Those things got a good, what is it, like 50-year shelf life or something? Yeah, it's pretty pretty uh, pretty good time, amount of time. With the- yeah, they have a lot of uh, chemicals in there that keep it alive, don't they? <laughs> <laughs> it's all sugar and grease yeah. and- Whatever. I don't know, but they, yeah, they last forever and they taste amazing. <laughs> yeah, they, they are good. I used to like dunk they're somewhat poisonous. I'd probably still eat them. I, I used to dunk them in uh, milk. I used to like that. Oh yeah, delicious, delicious. Mm. Yeah, so that's all I got. So I don't know if you tried any of those, but I don't want to try any of those. <laughs> Wildberry. <laughs> those are foods that I will not try. Yeah. All right, so we're gonna take a break, and when we come back, we're gonna do. I can't believe it's not Google. We'll see you in a little bit. Back to uh, I can't believe it's not Google. People write in asking us uh, for advice, and we just basically give them give them uh, our shitty advice. If they take it, if they don't, it doesn't really matter. It's just something entertaining to listen to. So here we go. So uh, Casey from Oregon, she says this is kind of a long one. I've been dating my boyfriend for almost a year. From the first time I've met his parents, I've been uneasy about the way his mom touches him. She would she would at random moments just walk up to him, hug him tight from the front. And kind of lean against him, slide her hands in the in his back pockets of his jeans, 
and give him multiple kisses on the mouth. Mm. I, I, <laughs> I mentioned this to my boyfriend and he kind of agreed. It was weird, but he told me he was used to it because he grew up that way. And it's always been like that. He recently said he used to just kind of let her do it because, because uh, it made her happy. And if it was so, and if it was a point where he hadn't seen her for a while, he felt that she deserved to be happy. So he just kind of let her do it. She also does things like holding him, rub his chest while giving kisses to the side of his face. <laughs> she she would hug him, put his put her arms under his shirt because she felt <laughs> because she felt he was warm and her hands were cold. Also, my boyfriend told me she touches his butt sometimes and she gets even worse when she drinks and gets what she calls loose hands. <laughs> she, she, ha, she has always been nothing but kind and loving to me. She loves to spoil everyone with food and is kind of, kind of a woman uh, who is very caring for people. She has always spoiled uh, my boyfriend growing up, and she will, and she will always spoil me when I come over. So I'm not sure if this is something super weird or if I'm, I'm turning something innocent and sweet into something bad. Uh, if I can get some advice or someone else's uh, perspective on this, it would be great. Um, I got Logan. I mean, I usually f- read these and fill these. Did she send a picture of this milf? <laughs> Because I need before I it depends anything. on the hot hotness yeah, I need level to know. of his mom. <laughs> is this woman is hot? It, everything might be okay. So yeah, we're gonna go two ways on this. Yeah, uh, if she's hot, <laughs> then you let it go. You let it go. Just let it go. Yeah. Let people watch. Yeah, and, let, and, and let mom put her hands all over Junior in Junior. <laughs> whatever. If she, yeah, whatever she wants to put him, just let her do. It. Yeah, you know, you, just just let you, it happen. Let it. You happen. have you have competition that you're gonna lose out to because mom always wins. <laughs> but but yeah, but I was gonna if say this too, woman is not very beautiful, I'd say this fucking lady's creepy. You, you need to put a stop to it, right? Yeah. Now. <laughs> or he needs to learn to say something. Or oh man, that, that, that uh, it is kind of. It is kind of kind of weird, but then you know I've I've been to friends' houses and they do stuff that's just different, but to them it just seems normal. You know? Yeah, but that's a little that's a little that's not normal, man. That's could you imagine your mom doing that to you? Okay, yeah, no, but like here, here's the thing: is like when I grew up, uh, my when I whenever I greeted my father, we'd mm-hmm. always have to like kiss on kind of like Italians, you know, you kiss on the cheek. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. But that's where it stopped there. <laughs> yeah. Right, it was like a slight peck, you know, like, it, yeah. like hey, hey, how you doing? Exactly, huh? yeah. you know, Mexican, yeah. you know, you you greet your parents, you know, when you come, yeah, back, you, you, you greet everybody and you greet your parents. Yeah, you, you show a little bit of affection because of your parents and um, respect. Yeah, you know, yeah, respect, and that's that's the way it was. But like when I would go to, when some people would, you know, like a white person or something would come to my house and they would see me do that. Yeah, they'd be. They weirded thought that out. was fucking weird. Yeah, they'd be weirded out, and I'm like, it's. I didn't find it that big of a deal. Exactly. That's but my, my dad never put his hands down my pants. Or no, <laughs> no, exactly. That's what I'm saying. There's a difference. Yeah. <laughs> There's a big difference between what, yeah. what I did yeah. and what this woman's doing. Yeah, exactly. I, that's but, the big you know, thing. Yeah, but I can see it's like, you know, that's her baby. To her, you know, like maybe that's... Yeah, but you do that when it's a baby. Like when they're babies, you can put your hands all over them and hold them and, you know... Yeah, you know, caress them because they're soft bodies, right? But when they get older, man, you got to there's a little distance that has to be put between you guys. Yeah, and yeah, and some people have different ideas of what distance is. Mm-hmm. But well, this lady does not have an idea of at all what distance is because that is that seems a little that bit. Is, yeah, that's I mean, excessive. hands up the shirt <laughs> is a, again. If she's hot, let it go. <laughs> She can do whatever she wants. If she, she's you're okay with it. Huh? Yeah, if she looks like Jessica Rabbit, you know, real life Jessica Rabbit type. Of yeah, <laughs> then it's all right. But if and I don't know, I think that's a little bit weird. I I'm surprised the son doesn't think it's weird. The well, yeah, but I mean, he probably grew up with it, and I mean, like he did admit it, it is a little weird, and he's probably you know probably been other incidences where he's done it in front of other people and. They've said something. Or ta- yeah, and they probably said something because, I mean, if you saw, if you went to your friend's house and you saw him, his mom practically making out with them, you'd be like, what the fuck is going on? Yeah, well, yeah what kind of friendship what kind of friendship is this? Are you adopted? <laughs> Why is she doing this to you? 
<laughs> this is the porn hub, you know. Yeah, so. I know. I was going to say it cuz I've seen like I've seen a, I've heard of movies like this on Pornhub where, <laughs> <laughs> where the son fucks the mother, you know. So I don't know. And you know it's weird it's like a lot of a like on Pornhub lately it's been a lot more like steps, you know, stepdaughter or like stepson, stepson. Yeah, or like yeah. stepbrothers or like family. It's, it's been a lot of incest it's stuff. It's a lot of there. incest shit. Yeah, a lot of people get off on that. Yeah, and I, I think people are just getting to the point where, like, they've seen everything, so they're just trying to, like, step it up a level. They are. I mean, well, I mean, this started out, like, the first the first movie I saw like that was Taboo. That was in 1980. Remember that one? That was the first one where it was the, it was the mother and son, and that, that's what I think turned a lot of people on. And it that was a big movie. And I think, like you said, people now, it's, 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 it's really prevalent. And again... Yeah. I, I don't know if they're running out of ideas, you know, stuff that's legal, right? Yeah. You have to stay off the dark web to see stuff that's <laughs> that's fresh. <laughs> but uh, I don't know. I think with this lady, I think I think to me that's a bit much, especially for, I mean, if, if I, I mean, I wouldn't do that to a daughter. You know, I wouldn't put my yeah, hands Yeah, it'd be different if, it, yeah, if it was like a, yeah, if it was a like wife a, of mine to do that to a son of mine. Yeah, if it was like a daughter and or a son or sorry, uh, a father doing that know. to a daughter, people would be like, "What the fuck?" But I mean, they're kind of doing that here, so yeah. But yeah, like I said, like, or like right. we both said, if if she's hot, yeah, we're kind of okay with it. If she's yeah, not, right. <laughs> yeah, you need to put a stop to yeah, it. Yeah, you need, you need to shut it down. Well, because because <laughs> think about it, if they have kids, who knows if the when she's a grandma, if she'll be doing that to the kids. That's right? true, but yeah. I'm just saying. So, might not nip it in the bud or just fucking bail. Like, hey. I, I think I think it's probably just an innocent thing that, but it just looks weird outside. It does. It does. But, or it looks hot if she's hot. Well, it bo- like I said, it bothers her enough to say something to let us to ask yeah. us about it. So, so it must. Yeah, it must be pretty. Uh, pretty tense. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's too tense for me. I'm out. I'm out. <laughs> All right. Well, that's enough. Enough of that. So it's time to wrap it up. Uh, but everybody stay tuned for the after show, The Dark Web. We'll be talking about uh, people who survived major ordeals but then ended up dying anyway. So we'll, uh, we'll see you guys on that other side. If you enjoy the show, please go to iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, or wherever you're listening and give us a good rating. If you want to share a story or have ideas for a future episode, you're welcome to visit us at www.wewontheinternet.podbean.com. We look forward to hearing from you. Welcome to the Dark Web. The WWTI Studios After Show. Ooh, scary, the after show. So what do you got, uh, Sam? Yeah, this is some ordeals where people got had some major incidents happen to them, and then they some of them died pretty soon right after. I mean, everybody eventually dies, but here's some weird ones. So Jessica Redfield, she was a sports broadcaster in Denver, Colorado. So in 2012, she died at the end. Remember the Aurora shooting at that, at that, um, at that theater? During the Batman movie? Oh, yeah, the Batman movie, yeah. Yeah, the Dark Knight. So she was there at that midnight screening, and that guy that opened fire killed a bunch of people. She was mm-hmm. one of the people that unfortunately died. But before that, there was another incident she was at um, a month prior. In Toronto, she was at the she was at the mall there, mm-hmm. and there was a shooting that happened there. And the guy opened fire, and she, luckily, she was one of the people that managed to sneak out of the Eaton Center when he started shooting. So she survived that. She survived that ordeal. And then a month later, she died in, just at a movie theater. Within a month period of time? Yeah, within a month. What? Yeah. This is crazy, Dude, man. You know you know, somebody wants you dead. You I know. know. <laughs> <laughs> somebody up there does not like you. What's that? What's that? Um, Final Destination? Final, de- Final Destination. That's, that's, yeah. that's what made me that, think. That's, that's what, what a lot of these themes are, right? Yeah. So this next story, this next case right here. This woman who survived 9-11 dies in a plane crash two months later. So 26-year-old Hinda Yolanda Mayol was a restaurant, was, was worked in a restaurant on the ground floor of the World Trade Center. So she was there during the September 11th, you know, attacks. But she wasn't injured. You know, ground floor, she got out. So two months later, on the trip to the Dominican Republic, she died on American Airlines Flight 587, which crashed in Queens. Hmm. So... 
at the time they feared that it was another terrorist attack, right? Because it was so close to 9/11, but they mm. it, would, it was attributed to the pilot's mishandling of the rudder controls during turbulence. So she survived one huge ordeal and then just died a month, like two months later, in the in that's the so plane crash. That's that's so weird that it's like like the time frame. It's it's always like a within like a couple, you know, like <clears throat> it's 30, close sixty days. Yeah, that's close. Yeah, I thought that was. I thought that was crazy. Um, yeah, it's I don't know. It feels like there's like a, like a glitch in the matrix. And exactly. Then like, like, oh, we got it. We got to fix this because like, exactly. it's not supposed to be there. You know. Exactly. But then again, you know, there's a lot of people that survive. So, are all of them supposed to be dead? You know, or because you know a lot of them died like 15, 20. You know, a lot of them are dying now of cancer, right? A lot of those, you know, um, like oh, policemen the, the and nine eleven. Yeah, yeah, from nine eleven. I'm you know that I'm talking that instance. But I'm saying, like, okay, here's another case. So a basketball player, he averts a plane crash but dies in a car accident. So in 1977, the entire University of Evansville's men's basketball team, except for one player, died in a crash only 90 seconds after the plane took flight. Okay? So Mm -hmm. he had an ankle injury, and it prevented 18-year-old David Furr from playing. So he skipped the flight. So he's like, you know... I'm not mm-hmm. playing, so I'm not going. So he was the one survivor. I mean, he didn't get on the plane, right? He's technically the one survivor of that crash, of the team. And then two weeks later, he dies two in, a, weeks in later? a car wreck. Uh, like, do, do you feel like the luckiest man in the world to just turn around and this happens? I mean. <sighs> yeah, I mean, because, like, yeah, because you're the only survivor. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then you're probably thinking, like, oh, man. And I'm like, whoo. Uh, yeah, exactly. You know, I, bet the, I, I avoided that one. Well, yeah, and then all of a sudden, like, two weeks later, you get a car wreck? Yeah. I know there's something weird about it. Mm. Okay, so here's another weird one. Five-year-old Aiden Evans and his family escaped a massive tornado in Moore, Oklahoma. So in May 2013, the tornado did a lot of damage, and, and Evans left their son with their family in Jesseville, Arkansas, where they dealt with the aftermath. So basically, you know, their home got really thrashed. Mm-hmm. They said, "Hey, well, can your family, you know, let's see him at a cousin's house, right? While we go fix and get, you know, he's five years old, he'll get in the way." So they left him there with family members. So according to the police, the boy threw a tantrum while his parents were gone while he was with the with the relatives. Mm-hmm. So reportedly, the fifty year old Lynn Galing, the neighbor of of the aunt that he was left with, went to com- to comfort him. But the her one hundred fifty pound ma- bull mastiff reacted aggressively and attacked the boy. So he screamed, you know, she screamed for help and tried to pry the dog away, you know, away from the boy, but he sustained fatal injuries and he died. So he survived a horrific, oh, wow. he survived a horrific yeah. t- tornado. But then he was killed by a dog. And he was killed by a dog, like family members, neighbor's dog. So that's, I mean, the parents must feel, feel really bad on that one too. And like. You know, it's like, what? Why didn't we just keep him with us, right? It's, yeah, uh, that would. That yeah, would you know, you're not gonna. Yeah, I know that. Know yeah, you don't know that. These are happen, this is these are the things after even, you think about. Yeah, even then, I mean, you'd still feel guilty. Exactly. We survived this big ordeal, and we should have stayed. I don't know. I don't know that. I mean, yeah, the dog was euthanized after the attack, obviously. But <clears throat> I just thought, man, that's that's a sad. That's another scary one. So here's another weird one. In April 2013, an unnamed California driver lost control of his SUV on the windy Malibu Canyon Road. He crashed into the mountainside's ledge, but he was able to jump out of the vehicle onto the road before it went off, you know, the side of the cliff. Uh-huh. Moments after getting out of the car, an oncoming tour bus struck him and killed him. Shit. Yeah. So he just, ba- like, moments after he survived one thing? Exactly. He, his car nearly, you know, was going to plummet off the cliff to death. It was a fatal fall. He barely gets out of that. You know, you know, like, you see in the movies, like, the car is, like, you know, hanging on like a seesaw. Yeah. And any movement you make, you know, might make it plunge over and you're dead, right? Mm-hmm. And he barely, he barely escaped that. And when he got back to the road, a truck, a bus hit him and killed him. <laughs> <laughs> That's like the- that's like the worst luck. <laughs> I know, man. I know. <laughs> man, that's messed up. Yeah. At least, you know, like, at least like the other ones, they had a little bit of time to like, oh, you know, maybe life is, you know, 
Yeah. Maybe there's something. Maybe I, maybe I was life. meant to be here. Maybe I was. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, maybe, maybe I'm I gonna can, change you know, my become life. A, become a better person. Try to you know try to improve myself and mm-hmm. you know they they would gain some perspective on it. But this guy didn't even have no. time for that. No, he just he barely got out of that just just to run in front of a fucking bus. God, that's horrible, huh? I will do one last one, all right? All right. Okay, so on July 6, 2013, 16-year-old Lee Meng Wan survived a plane crash of Flight Asiana 214 at the San Francisco airport. Mm. So she laid down 30 feet from the crash site, injured while waiting for help. She remained curled up in a ball, right? So the plane wrecked. She got out. She managed to get out. She's hurt. She lays down on the side, you know, just waiting for help. When the responders, the first responders arrived, a fire truck didn't see her and ran over her. They thought they, the city officials cited the chaos of the wreckage as the main factor, but the family sued the city for negligence. Mm-hmm. So she, she got out. I don't, I mean, I don't know. That's, that's a weird one. Survive that wreck, that plane crash, go out and lay down and then they just run over you. Ugh. So the fire truck ran over the, her? The fire truck, yeah. When they first showed up, you know, the first responders, yeah, she's laying there. That's worse than the other guy. Yeah, they ran over her. They killed uh, her. That, uh, oh, that, <laughs> that would piss me off. <laughs> I know. That's why her, her family was like, you know, the po- family was probably told like, hey, she was in a wreck. She was in a plane wreck and they probably figured she died there. And they're like, oh, wait, by the way, she survived. She got out and she got ran over. It's like what? I know they'll be like, "What? What are you guys doing? Where are you guys?" Exactly. That's why they, they sued. They're, they're suing them. They sued them because I yeah, guess it depends on where she laid. If she's like laying in the middle of the road, but then uh, I don't know. I know. Like I said, it's a lot of chaos. A lot of things going on. A lot of things could yeah, have factored yeah. into why they didn't see it. You know, they they thought they said they thought it was wreckage, but if it was wreckage, why would you drive over it? I don't know. <laughs> I know that's what I'm thinking too. It's like, yeah, why? It's like, like, like you try to jump it. Don't don't like the like you know hazards. Yeah, don't the forensic people want to investigate everything? Right, they collect all that stuff and they figure. I don't know. I, I'm I'm not a detective, but I, it's that's pretty shitty. All these were pretty shitty. <laughs> that's all I got to say, man. Yeah, I think the worst ones are when they die like right after surviving. Uh, I don't know. I mean, like, oh no. Yeah, I mean, yes, that does suck. Uh, all of them suck. But, I mean, like you said, the other ones, maybe they got like a month or two to reflect yeah. on their life. And yeah, at least, you know. I'm going to do something great. And they signed up for all this shit. And I'm going to take a tour and go to Italy yeah, or something. And travel the world. And, yeah. yeah I'm going to really make a change in my life. Dang. Nope. Other plans were set for you. Yeah. The other those other ones seem more like Final Destination. where they. Just, I know. Right I know. <laughs> it's like you're like, oh, I survived this. Oh, maybe not. I know. Uh, that's enough dark web, huh? Uh, that's enough of the dark web. Well, <laughs> thank everyone for joining us for another night at the bunker. If the world doesn't end by then, uh, we'll see you next week. Be safe, everyone.